Hey y'all, it's Jason here with Goodness Steak Seasoning. You can order your bottle or bottles at bringthetasty.com. Goodness Steak Seasoning is good on anything. It's even good on chicken, good on pork, heck, it's even good on fish. Now, here's fish at six. Straight dope, no bullshit. Let's go. We do it from Cantina Laredo in Frisco. This is my little sneaky home away from home. Why are we here? Well, because we love Cantina Laredo, but also we're here because the internet works. I'm Mike Fisher, your trusted, trusted reporter. Uh, this is the Fishbowl Extended. And uh, thanks to Rambo and the incredible staff here at Cantina Laredo, right at the corner of Legacy and 121. Can't miss it. It's an institution. And uh, we love it here. It's uh, our neighborhood hang. Uh, on tonight's program, uh, we will not waste Anytime we will not diddle dock around. I've got my 53 man projection. And of course, we need to hurry on this because pretty soon some names will be coming down the pike. We've already got a couple of them. Um, nothing too shocking so far, but let me give you my 53 man projection. Uh, we'll take a couple of your comments, your questions, and your criticisms via the brief fund. Get in, get on, be good. Bring something of intellect to the table like I try to do. Only three slappies allowed per night. Randy Hoffman with a $10 pitch in to get us started. How many general managers make a trade for a quarterback? That's not the way to get us started. Get out of here, Randy. And here we go. Let's start with quarterbacks, of course. Um, and we know where we're going here. Now, for 53 guys or so, this time of year is a delight. We always talk about how, oh, it's so tough and this is so terrible. Well, not for 53 guys. This will be great. It's a great day. Great couple of days. I got a job. I got a paycheck. I'm on the big stage. But there is the flip side. Uh, as McCarthy says, this is the worst 72 hours of the job uh, previewing what we're about to do here. That's what's in front of us. So let's put it in front of us. Let's put it on the plate. And here we go. My thoughts on the 53 Cowboys who survive Tuesday afternoon. Here goes. Ding. Quarterbacks. This is easy, of course. Dak Prescott, Cooper Rush, Trey Lance. Now, you do have some, even Des Bryant. And we're not going to make fun of Des Bryant. He says, Love Coop, but we should get rid of Cooper Rush and keep Will Greer. Here's where, here's where Dez loses me. He goes, and then we should play all three of them, sometimes on the same play, and we would hurt Dez. Uh, first of all, you can't, you, you basically can't do that with the new rules on the third quarterback, unless you made him one of the guys who dresses, which would be a waste of a roster spot. So now, no, we're not going to three all. We're not going to see all three guys in the field at the same time. In fact, we'll probably never see Trey Lance. We did the four o'clock uh, phone call with Mike McCarthy today, and he was asked, "How are you going to get Trey Lance ready?" And I'm kind of on this side of the line, going, "No disrespect to my brothers and sisters, I'm not. I'm not getting Trey Lance ready. I'm not getting ready for anything. I'm, I'm getting ready for the Giants. I'm trying to get Dak Prescott ready for the Giants, and Trey Lance can go fill water bottles right now." He's, he doesn't matter right now. Uh, how are you going to cram him? You're going to cram him the same way all the teams will cram all their new guys. Linebackers and offensive linemen and cornerbacks will all have to cram. But some of them will have to cram because they're playing in week one, not Trey Lance. This remains a dart-throwing experiment. There is your three. Uh, it does, by the way, though, Trey Lance, because they weren't going to keep Will Greer on the active roster. He was going to be on the practice squad to begin. They were going to cut him. You're not going to do that here. You're not going to cut Trey Lance. So this does eat up another spot somewhere else. Let's go to Ding running backs. McCarthy said, I wanted to keep four. And I jokingly said in response, well, then why don't you do it? You're the coach. Well, the numbers don't add up. Pollard's in. 
Deuce is obviously in, whether he's RB2B or RB2A or RB2.5. And then I'm going to go with Rico. And I think they're going to go with Rico. And in an ideal world for them, maybe Malik Davis and Hunter Lipke boomerang back to the practice squad. I, I don't think that teams are going to say, they cut Malik Davis. I got to sign him. I do wonder if after the Hunter Lipke showcase, uh, that that might be attractive to somebody. But they'll keep three, Pollard, Deuce, and Rico, and they'll try to get the other guys to boomerang back. Tight ends. Ding. They got to keep four. And Sean Cowan even came up today in conversation when McCarthy was saying, boy, we got that young veteran, Sean. You know, he's the veteran. He's keeping things all together. Okay. I mean, he, he barely can old enough to shave. But, yeah, compared to the rest of the guys, I guess he's the veteran. So they'll keep four. Fergie, Schoon, the legend of Peyton Hendershot, and Sean. Now, if and when Schoon becomes more polished and he can do all kinds of things, then maybe I don't need a fourth, but they'll keep four for now. Off a uh, wide receiver. And this is the first tough one. The first group of guys are easy. And we can all recite the first group of guys. C.D. Lamb's easy. Brandon Cooks, easy. Michael Gallup, easy. Jim Laws uh, is here to defend Dak. Nothing wrong with that. Now, suddenly, your fourth guy is easy, Jalen Tolbert. Maybe Jalen Tolbert's leap into being a credible football player, that might be the story of this summer. It's on the list. He's number four. Uh, Harold B. with a $5 pitch in. Fish, can you package players that were going to cut, let's say it was Kelvin Joseph and Jabil Cox, and try to get backup offensive linemen? No. Because if they know that the, if the other team knows that you're going to cut him, they'll simply wait until you cut him. And neither one of those guys have shown enough that a team's going to say, oh, I don't want him to go through waivers. I, I'm, going to, I'm going to jump in line and give you a seven. Again, it's theoretically possible. But I would say this is one of those times a year when we go, let's trade Jabril Cox for a three. But then let's go trade a six to get a starting offensive lineman. We those two things don't really mesh. The league isn't interested in Jabril Cox. He hasn't done anything for you. Um, you know, we're seeing a bunch of guys get cut around the league already tonight, and I'm getting these texts from guys like you saying, we should go get him. Christian Kirksey, okay? Man of the year for the Texans last year. Team captain. We should go get him. Uh, okay. Except... Why is a bad team cutting him? If a bad team is cutting Christian Kirksey, then how does he help me? So, no. Uh, everybody, every team's got a Jabril Cox. Every team's got a Christian Kirksey. And unfortunately, way too many teams have a Kelvin Joseph. And we'll get to those two guys, by the way, in a moment. Harold, thank you for the question. So, Lamb, Cooks, Gallup, Tolbert. They're keeping Turpin. That much is clear. I've got him keeping Jalen Brooks. And this is one of those pressure points. I don't have to keep six. 
if Kevontae Turpin can really play wide receiver and they say he can, I don't, when's Jalen Brooks ever going to play? Barring injury. How's he ever going to get on the field? So five, maybe. But I got him down for six. Offensive line, dig. And what you're going to find here is you're going to, you're going to have five answers and five questions. Stephen White, Hunter can play receiver too. Hunter Lipke can play wide receiver? No. No, he's 6'2", 240. Hunter Lipke cannot play wide receiver. There, there's plenty to like, but, but that's not on the list. No offense. Tyron, so we'll go, we'll go left to right. Tyron, Tyler, Tyler, Zach, Terrence. No problems there. Keep them upright. Cross your fingers. Let's roll. Then what? When, when, when we're talking about the six and the seventh, et cetera, we're, we're talking about a collection of, I don't knows, uh, Dallas Morning News reporting that center Alec Lindstrom has been told that he's being waived. Okay. This team has five stud offensive linemen, and this team has a lot of Alec Lindstroms. And one of them's gone. So I'm going like this. I'm saying that Awesome Richards, the fifth round rookie, might be this team's sixth best offensive lineman. And I don't know if that's a compliment to him or an insult to everybody else. Matt Waletsko is here. Um, I'm, I'm seeing Matt Farniak not make a lot of people's 53-man projections. They, they love Matt Farniak. And he plays guard center guard. And he's one of the first guy in the building guys, last guy to leave guys. I, not only am I, do I think they're keeping him, I think he's the eighth offensive lineman. Chuma Adoga, I think they keep. TJ Bass, who to his credit, really did perform well in the preseason. There's my 10 in the offensive line. You can't go through all these positions and all these cuts and and think about how um well if only we had a great eighth offensive lineman if we only had a great nobody has that maybe nobody has six good offensive linemen and in that sense the cowboys are on an even plane with everybody else but a fifth round rookie might be your sixth best offensive lineman that's not good enough kp with the five dollar pitching and the brief on that's the super chat set up for us here by YouTube. Hunter has good hands. Put him at tight end, but they already have four tight ends. In a different time and a different place, Hunter Lipke as the number four running back, the number five tight end, the second string long snapper, the uh, third, if we ever need an H back, specialty in another time and another place, another roster, Hunter Lipke has that value. I don't need a fifth tight. What do I need a fifth tight end for? 
Kenneth Easley, Uncle Fish Premium. Who's going to get a case of turf toe in parents in uh, quote marks? Meaning, who's going to come up lame? Let's get into the defensive backfield in a moment, and we'll do that. Stephen White, Hunter is making this team, Fisher. When Stephen White calls me Fisher instead of Fish, that means he's mad at me. Guys, the fact that Hunter Lipke has certain similarities to Daryl Johnston does not make him Daryl Johnston. Marika, Fish, do you think it was disrespectful for Jerry to not talk to Dak, let old McCarthy about trading for Lance? I'm surprised that McCarthy wasn't in the loop. I'm not interested in Dak Prescott's opinion on this. It's a third string quarterback. It's not in competition with Dak. It has very little to do with Dak, except that he's going to, he's going to get Gatorade for Dak. I'm, I, I'm a little, a little surprised. I'm going to work on the assumption and I'm going to ask McCarthy this if we get a chance. Did they already know that McCarthy would think it was a good idea. Nelda Ann Cox, I guess my live chat don't count. Nelda, I don't know what you mean. Um, if you asked a question in the super chat, then it certainly counts and I will be happy to search it. I don't see it though. So I'm not sure I, I'm not sure what we're complaining about. Dean Graham, we had that cool goofy ass play with a guard at fullback. Yeah, it was it was goofy ass. Why not keep Lipke as a fullback? Because he's not one of your 53 best players. That's why not. He's perfect, but Dean, he's not perfect. Hey, listen, if tomorrow he makes the team, I'm I'm gonna start. It's a hell of a story. He's not perfect. <laughs> He's an undrafted rookie free agent who they didn't really give a chance to until it was, let's get through this thing with the scrubs. I, I, I concede. He looks like a football player to me, but he's not one of your 53 best players. He's just not. Now, I, I, uh, I don't know if I owe an apologize to you, ma'am. I owe an apology to you because you're upset about something that I have no control over. If you have a question, I'll do my best to answer it. If I see it and I like it, uh, I'll answer it. If I don't see it and I don't like it, I don't know. I won't. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Mac, no one pays a third string quarterback that much. They're paying him $900,000 this year, Mac. $900,000 for a third string quarterback this year. There's not really that much to be upset about, is it? Joel, I bet you Hunter makes it to the practice squad. That's correct. Guys, don't disrespect Daryl Johnston by thinking that every 240 pound white guy is Daryl Johnston. That's, that's, that's not fair. That's not fair to Gerald Johnston, and it's not fair to uh, all the other white guys. Zemron, how much did Lance cost Jerry from the 20 minutes? Yeah, nothing. $900,000. He has no, he has virtually no cap impact this year. Non-issue. 
Big buck. There's hundreds of people in live chat and hard to follow. Use super chat if you want your questions or comments answered. And it helps travel costs. Yeah, and I don't I don't ask you to do that, but it certainly helps me see it. Thank you. Demetrius Jones, welcome to the Uncle Fish premium group. So Marika, I think your question is a good one. Jared, I think your point about can can I somehow can Hunter Lipke get a, a, a sore pinky? But listen. You know who's a better football player than Hunter Lipke? Malik Davis. And I don't have him on the team either. You guys are talking about a fifth running back. I can't even keep the fourth running back here. Russell Berryman, TJ Bass is a beast. TJ Bass is the 10th offensive lineman on this team. Sugar Daddy, nothing wrong with a pass catching running back, fullback, emergency tight end. But yeah, on a 90 man roster, <laughs> I only get 53 spots, guys. The, the, the incredible love for Hunter Lipke here is, I take it back. It's, it's somehow not shocking at all. Defensive line, ding. I got 10. And again, I've seen some projections that don't put Micah as a defensive lineman. That's cheating, guys. He will play more snaps on the edge than he plays at linebacker. So Micah, Osa, Hankins, Tank, there's four. There's a starting four. Dorrance, Mozzie, Dante, Sam Williams, Chauncey, and Junior Fajoko. There's 10. This is where the wild card, you guys think Hunter Lipke's a wild card. He's not. This is your wild cards. And as in this discussion, this is your first wild cards. Not Hunter Lipke. He's the number five running back on a team that probably keeps three. But here's your wild cards. First of all, Micah's an end. So if you're doing this, if you're putting this together, you have to put him there. Junior Fajoko, coaching staff likes him. What has he done? Besides nothing. Jammin' John wants the backup running back, fullback, tight end, H-back to be Jonathan Lipnicki from uh, Show Me the Money. Jonathan Lipnicki is also uh, white, and he's probably hefty as well. Nelda. So I guess my live chat don't count since I haven't subscribed to pay. You don't have to pay, Nelda. You can do anything you want here. I need to know because if I'm not watching for it, I'm not notified when you come on, even though I requested. Yeah, the notification thing has befuddled me for two years here. There is a way to, they say, to, to hit a button and get notified. Um, some of these guys would will, uh, will steer you right. Tony Mimi, Fish, they don't want to hear the truth. Apparently not. Uh, by the way, uh, um, my 53-man projection is not automatically better than yours. Might be, but not automatically. Probably is, but not automatically. Yeah, it is, but not automatically. What are they going to do with Ronald Jones? Wonk, wonk. Micah Osa Hankins. Tank, Dorrance, Mozzie. Dante, Sam, Chauncey, Jr. Is Micah an end? Yeah. 
Does Fajoko merit a spot over Isaiah Land? Yeah, now played him. Do you really want to give up on Sir Neville Gallimore, sir? And then there's this. And I don't have an answer for this. I've got him in my tent. You really want to count on Sam Williams for anything? G's family, who's the three running backs, as we said earlier? And of course, this show will live on in infamy, so you can watch it in its entirety if you just came on. Pollard, Deuce Rico, that's your running backs. Greg Snell. Uncle Fish Premium, how ridiculous was Undisputed. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I only saw the lowlights. But I texted Urban. And I told him what a Fox executive told me. I, I, let me take that back. I told him what a Fox higher-up told me. Okay? You have to excuse the language now. So put earmuffs on the kids. Fox higher-up watching Skip Bayless try to moderate well, Richard Sherman, smart and opinionated and lived it. Keyshawn Johnson, smart, opinionated and lived it. And Michael Irvin, smart, opinionated and lived it. And since the subject was Cowboys, Michael Irvin justifiably is basically saying, have he stood up at one time and went all preacher man? His late daddy would be proud. Daddy, six days a week. Uh, Michael Irvin's daddy, six days a week. Roofer, one day a week, preacher man. And daddy would have been proud. And you got these three gigantic personalities, genuine. And you notice they didn't have cue cards. They could just roll. Skip in his opening was reading a cue card. And when he muffed it, got all befuddled. And then he does this ridiculous hype. It's so embarrassing. I'm so embarrassed for him, kind of. But I'm embarrassed for Urban too, because Urban's passion and intelligence came out. It was the best thing and the worst thing. The the Fox guy tells me, Jesus. He texts me, Jesus, what a cluster F. This is a Fox guy talking. It was a cluster. And the only thing good about it was Sherman, Keyshawn, and Urban had so much to say that Skip barely got to talk on his own show. Now that is a show. There's, there's no way that show in that format continues. It was dog shit. I'll take, I'll take Irvin and Keyshawn talking football all day. I'll take Irvin and Sherm talking football. I'll take Keyshawn and Sherm. Somebody could say I'll take Skip and one of them, not me, but Skip and all three of them? And he would like raise his hand for permission to talk. And the three jocks basically said, revenge of the nerds. Revenge of the nerds. Why don't you let the adults talk here, Skip? And Skip's little, little tiny tail was twin his legs. He almost was he's kind of pouting. Because I don't think he realized that that's the way this was going to go. I think he thought he could just read his cue cards. And that that's the way it would go. And that's Michael Orvin doesn't do cue cards. Richard Schomburg, it's so sad that Undisputed was the only thing Irvin could do to get back to work because of the Super Bowl court case, the BS court case. And I don't begrudge him. I've told him that, I mean, you, you, you got to work. 
here's here's a here's a microphone but they gave those three guys a microphone and that meant that skip's microphone is about this big and it was horrible and hilarious all at the same time a cluster buck linebackers ding okay this is where i might be insane i don't put micah here I'm not cutting Jabril Cox. I'm not. I mean, did he did he do much? No. But they thought this guy was going to slay the world 15 months ago. Um, and I, I didn't I didn't see did I did I miss Devin Harper? So I've got them down the Cowboys linebackers. I've got them down for three. Now I recognize I might be all wrong here. So some of this is my this is my view, but Micah, I don't put him here. I saw somebody put Marquise Bell as a linebacker. I mean, it's true. In the last game, he kind of lined up there, but he's not a linebacker. He's a safety, which takes me to safeties. When the last time we did this exercise. Uh, we all laughed at how stupid I am because I put down 12 defensive backs. That's impossible, right? Cowboys five rings. Welcome to the exclusive, exclusive level. No way. Can you only keep three linebackers? I know, except it's three linebackers and Micah sometimes, right? And Marquise sometimes and Wanye sometimes. And Wilson, kind of. Again, I'm trying to keep the best 53. Is Devin Harper one of the best 53 guys on this team? Not to me, he is. Wade Soders, who the hell cares about Michael Irvin? Let's talk about the Cowboys. Wade, you may be new here. Um, When we do the Wade Sauter show... I will let you talk about whatever you want. When we do the Mike Fisher show, I'm kind of in charge. And I don't really uh, uh, crowdsource my ideas. But I appreciate you being here. Thank you. <coughs> uh, talking about Michael Irvin and talking about the Cowboys, by the way, Wade, are kind of the same thing. Secondary. I got 12. Diggs, Diggs, Gilmore, Curse, Hooker, Bland, Wilson, Izzy, Eric Scott Jr. I got Kelvin Joseph. Kelvin Joseph last night said, nice stories to the media on Twitter. I ain't giving up. Good. Now go make a play, son. Wanya, Nashon, and Marquise, 12 of them. Now, I'm seeing the Dallas Morning News, and maybe they're right. The Dallas Morning News is really pushing the idea that Jordan Lewis is coming back. And we're putting him on the fifth. And I remember, and we had this, this fun debate with the Morning News. The last time we did this with the Morning News, and I have great respect for that whole crew, they were pushing the... the uh, Tyler Smith is going to be the left tackle deal. 
and they were getting it from somewhere. They weren't making it up. But I'm just like, no, 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 no. Not from what I've heard and not logically. Would I put... Would I put Tyler Smith at left tackle ahead of Tyron Smith? So Tyron Smith's going to sit the bench. It's ridiculous. No offense. Well, now I've got the morning news telling me, oh, I, you just got to take Jordan Lewis off pup. Why? You're going to cut Kelvin Joseph so you can activate Jordan Lewis when Jordan Lewis hadn't played football in like a year? He hadn't practiced. You're going to put him on the 53... Just keep him on the injured. I'm stashing Lewis. And when I need him and he shows me he doesn't have a limp, then I'll get him. 12 secondary guys. And finally, to these specialists. Now, this was there's some trick em dick em. Whoever just wrote that Hunter Lipke can also play linebacker, I hope we're kidding. Isaiah Cook, where's Anthony Brown? Can't make this team. I love Anthony. I love AB, friend of the show. Can't make this team. Tammy C, Uncle Fish, I may sound ignorant, but do the coaches have the final say? Uh, it's a good question. It's not an ignorant question. Jason Garrett used to say that it's a consensus. Oh, and the media hated because they wanted a they wanted a more crisp answer, but it's he told the truth. You've seen now, haven't you? You've seen enough video of draft day. You've seen how it works around the big round table. Jerry says, uh, Mr. Will. And Will McClay gives his opinion. And then McCarthy gives his. And the position coach gives his. And then somebody pounds on the table for their guy. So it is a consensus thing. Um, not very often is Jerry going to go in and say, uh, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, that, that L4 on kickoffs, I'm really liking that. No. That's not, that's not Jerry's bag. That's Jerry's bag on the radio. That's not Jerry's bag around the big table. The, in the final, if it comes down to an arm wrestling match between scouting and coaches on who makes the 53, coaches will win. Scouting can win the draft. Coaches will win this arm wrestling contest. Uh, and, of course, it's all got to fit salary cap-wise, too, needless to say. And that's where Steven and the big pencil guys come in. Sway B with a $10 pitch in, and I appreciate that. Uh, Killa, I, I, I think you're so, you're being such a troll that I, I you are invited to troll here, but you, you've just dropped your drawers and showed your ass, and it's not pretty. But what you did is you got Marika and a couple other people to respond. So way to go. Way to go with your dumbass opinion. Specialists. All right, Kibato. Now listen, I don't know if you know the rules. You get to say this, you get to say this something stupid, but you don't get to keep saying the same stupid thing over and over and over again. Okay? So that's enough stupidity out of you. Deal? Deal. The Morning News actually made a great point of this by reminding us what they did last year. They definitely did it with the long snapper. Did they do it with CJ too? Cut the long snapper. So you're going to go a day without a long snapper. What? Horse. And you might go a day without CJ. 
and then they clear. Nobody cares. There goes the injury guy. And back comes Trent Sieg to be the long snapper. So that's how you get your 53. You only keep the kicker and the punter. Now, I think in years past, the Cowboys have, haven't they cut the kicker? Knowing that nobody's going to pick him up, I think. Sway B, $10 pitch in. Joseph needs to get cut. I can, I, I, I cannot make an argument in favor of Kelvin Joseph based on what he's done. Uh, Sway says other guys have leapfrogged him, penalty problems, plays a fraction of the time. Oh, but then it's to cut Joseph to keep Hunter. <laughs> Hunter Lipke, the most popular. Don't tell Jerry about this show. When Jerry finds out that Hunter Lipke is in the top five most popular Cowboys, he really might keep him and start telling selling the T-shirts to go with it. Uh, I totally understand why you would want to give up on Kelvin Joseph. He just hadn't done it yet. Uh, but invested a second round pick in him. Don't want to admit you were wrong. And it's a cheap rookie contract. Those are good reasons to not give up. So I'm not giving up on him. I don't think they will either. Caleb Dempsey with a $5 pitch in. Fish, please tell me that Doran Armstrong's not on the trade block. I've heard that gossip. I haven't heard it from a cowboy person. Uh, I need to put that on my hot list. Let me answer your question with a question. If it was a good idea a week ago, if it was even a viable idea a week ago, didn't it just become less viable once Sam Williams decided that he wanted to burn some more rubber? or whatever he was burning in that pipe. What you get, and I'll, I'll say this, and, and, and if they end up trading Dorrance Armstrong, and I'll be, I mean, I, I guess I'll be surprised, but based on the idea that I would think they would get a fourth round pick, my argument is you can let him go to free agency after this year, after he gets eight sacks for you, and then... Let him go to free agency and get your compensatory pick, and you probably get the same pick anyway. So some of this trade idea, frankly, and the Cowboys do a great job on compensatory picks. It's it's checkers versus chess. If I trade Dorrance Armstrong now for a fifth round pick, I don't I just subtracted eight sacks from my team, gave eight sacks to another team and got the same pick that I was going to get anyway if I keep him. Michael P, Pollard, Deuce, and Lipke would not be a bad room, but it wouldn't be as good a room as Pollard, Deuce, and Rico. Uh, great riff. Is it true that McCarthy had no clue that Jerry had acquired Trey Lance? A better way of phrasing it is McCarthy was not included in the pursuit. That is the better way of saying it. Uh, nor, by the way, was Dak Prescott. Personally, I might have I might have nudged Mike McCarthy and said, hey, why don't you come down here? I, I would have. I don't have an answer for why they didn't. But no, I'll, I'll close with this on the Dak Prescott being having him involved in the conversation. I understood, friend of the show, Jason Garrett, I understood what he was thinking and what he was doing when he committed, when he created his veterans committee. 16 guys or so, and, and 16 leaders on the team. But where 
do you draw the lines? I'm not trying to be a, a, a jerk to Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett would go on guys trips and he would take players with him who were his friends. Miles Austin, DeMarco, Witten, and Romo, and Garrett would go off to a wedding together or go watch Kentucky basketball with coach. Jason, you can't do that. You took your five bros. What about the sixth guy? What about the seventh guy? Same thing when you create your committee of 16 team leaders. What about the 17th guy? He's not, he doesn't get to be a leader. How did I get left out? And if you recall, that 16 leadership committee guy is, they, they were consulted on the Des Bryant thing. And just enough guys in that group said, yeah, I guess we could go without that. It influenced the Cowboys decision to go without Des Bryant. Well, Des felt betrayed by his 16 of his best friends. Don't put those players in that position. That's why you don't call, consult, or alert Dak Prescott. He's a player. If Dak Prescott wants to be a general manager, he can be one in 20 years. He's a player. Players play. Now, I want Dak Prescott's backup quarterback, absolutely, to be somebody who's a sounding board. That's a Troy Aikman teaching to me. Aikman told me a long time ago, I don't need somebody competing with me. I don't need Burline competing with me. I need Jason Garrett, Wade Wilson, Bernie Kosar helping me. And I believe in that. So, so Dak Prescott having Cooper Rush as an assistant coach in his ear all day, helpful. Trey Lance has nothing to do with any of that. He just got here. He had, he had no idea what he's doing yet in the Cowboys system. And frankly, as an NFL player, he has no idea what he's doing either. So include McCarthy. Yeah, that's worth exploration. Include Dak. No, Dak's got a full play. Dak doesn't need to be consulted on roster moves. He's busy. Thanks to Contina Laredo for uh, hosting us tonight. If you're ever in the neighborhood, I know you are. The Maverick Bar is right down there. Nine miles down the road. The Star in Frisco is like two miles right there. And I live right there. So come see us. Uh, Contino Laredo, thanks a lot. Uh, tonight, CowboysSI.com will have you covered. And then tomorrow morning, breakfast at Fishinies at 7.20. This setup's so good. I wonder if Cantina Laredo's open at 7.20 in the morning. Fish out.